Oh shit, here we go again. This is Chris. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, but this week we have a lot of new faces here. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Logan, Larry, of course. I'm always uh, the second of three halves here, but who else do we have? I didn't let you talk first, so no. I don't know what you're doing. Wait, so you're also Larry you, you on the podcast? You looked at me. No, because Chris always calls me Larry, so whatever. Go you're ahead. obviously Larry, oh, like always, forever, and always. We also have Nicole and Keen here. He sounds so enthusiastic about it. Because <laughs> they keep abusing me. Like, before the podcast, I was saying a story, and Nicole looks at me and goes, Shut the fuck up, Larry. And by the way... We abused you out of love. Oh, you The me. only reason I was abusing you was because you need to eat your vegetables if you're running, and that goes to everybody out here listening. You should eat your vegetables, broccoli and carrots included. Do you want to tell the audience what you were threatening to do with those vegetables if I didn't eat them? Because uh... I would probably... Re- Prefer not no, to I tell the I'm going to tell Yeah, yeah. Keen was threatening. If she said, if, if there's any broccoli left over after this podcast or after we uh, we finish our meal, I'm going to shove them up your ass. <laughs> and she did that not only with, or shove them up her butthole, actually. Yeah, well, I said I'd shove them up Larry's butthole, and I was talking to everybody. So yeah. <laughs> only you would really feel inclined to finish When you said you, the vegetables. I, when I said you, I meant you were implying me. Uh, <laughs> Chris, do you want to continue, buddy? <laughs> What were we supposed to do? I think we're supposed to introduce ourselves. So. Oh, that wasn't an introduction. <laughs> I was just going off what you were saying. Oh too. my god! <laughs> so we'll start off with going off the past uh, past week's discussion. We have some Fulmer Cup updates. Fulmer, Fulmer, what is Fulmer? F U L M E R Cup. Yeah, Fulmer Cup. I don't know why it's called that. I think maybe when it started in 2006, it was uh, the first person that was arrested or something like that. But I don't know. Do you want me to uh, go ahead with the updates? Yeah, give him some updates real quick. Oh, hell yeah. We actually have two different arrests for the Fulmer Cup now. Um, The AAC, sorry, the uh, American Atlantic Conference got on the board first. We had a... um, uh, the offensive lineman Cort- Cortez Heron was arrested on charges of possession with intent to sell or distribute in possession of marijuana fer- paraphernalia. This was on the 18th of the month. And then a day later, we got the cornerback um, of Kansas, uh, Corion Harris, was arrested on two felony charges, weapons and drugs. So uh, it's getting pretty pretty lit for the Fulmer Cup already. We've got a couple points on the board. Um, Kansas is part of the... Big 12? Big 12? Big 12. I'm, I'm going to say Big 12 because they're definitely not part of the SEC. So, yeah. 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 So, we're on the board there. Okay. And uh, we'll keep giving you guys Fulmer Cup updates as it goes on. I actually haven't saved up my phone for Twitter. So, anytime I get an update, we all at each other say, holy shit, you guys got arrested. <laughs> we'll tweet at each other. Chris will literally just like say, like, at Bailey and then be like, look at this. <laughs> Couple other Twitter updates. Uh, the Mr. Peanut is dead. Yeah, Mr. That, Peanut that's is rough. Dead. Mr. Really that is a thing that happened. He I like, couldn't work all afternoon. <laughs> I actually just found out today, and I spent like probably a solid fifteen minutes crying about it. About yeah, how Mr. Pino was good. But the tweets from other companies are pretty funny. The like they're all. getting really witty out there, oh, oh. and um, I don't know if it's all related to the Kraft Heinz business, um, really strategic marketing campaign on their part, but. 
If it, you know, I mean, it's just every. I don't think Pornhub is part of craft. Um, <laughs> Not yet. Unfortunately, no. Yeah, so it might be. It's from all angles, but they're they're pretty okay. good. All angles. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like that marketing ploy when like Wendy's released that album. Do you remember that? No, what? They released an album and they like played songs about how they're competitive. Like they they literally dissed McDonald's because they never have a working ice cream machine yeah. in a song. They have a whole album of just songs. I mean, that's amazing. Amazing. Just dissing other fast food companies. I, uh, I love the tweet. You're laughing. Mr. Peanut has been assassinated by his own company and you're laughing. And it's a picture of Robert De Niro from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're yeah, not wrong. The other way I told you guys earlier today, I was just hanging out with Mr. Peanut. The last thing he said to me was, you're going to kill me, Jim. All for some dumb ad campaign. Don't want to do this to me. And I'm just left in his face. We were so drunk at the time. (laughs) (laughs) These marketing campaigns are genius. Like, I really want to go buy some some peanuts right now. (laughs) I just really want to be in the room where they're all like, we're killing Mr. Peanut. Peanut, And here's all of the companies that need to tweet about it and talk about it. And we're just going to build this whole campaign around it. Snickers, we too would sacrifice it all for the nut. (laughs) (laughs) I like the... uh, Pornhub, are you? Yeah, me too. Sport. <laughs> I like the uh, uh, Slim Jim Twitter. If you guys ever follow the Slim Jim Twitter, all they do is like tweet about like they tweet to other people. Yeah. So like somebody asks like, "What's Slim Jim's full name?" and they said Slimity James. <laughs> like it's <isn't> that <laughs> stuff like that. It's incredible. The Slim Jim Twitter is also yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, somebody got who's the mascot that got gritty? Did you guys hear about this? No. No. Go ahead. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Um, so gritty, uh, the mascot for the San. Cisco no, Flyers. it's uh, Pittsburgh. No, um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers. They uh, wow, we went everywhere. With yeah. Canada. Um, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> the uh, mascot for the San, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, Gritty, was accused allegedly of uh, pushing or punching a child in the back. Um, the dad is suing Gritty for, um, they were doing a photo shoot with Gritty and apparently the kid was hitting him on the head a couple times. The dad did apologize for that, but then Gritty apparently turned around and punched the kid in the back. Nobody can really agree or corroborate with that story. So they've asked, like interviewed a bunch of people and, and, and somebody, a tweet that I saw said, you're innocent until you're proven Gritty. So I'm going to leave it at that. I think that's all for our Twitter updates for right now. So yeah, for now. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a running-related podcast somewhat. So what? Yeah, we haven't talked Beers about running at all. Beers and miles. Let's talk about the miles part. Let's talk about the champagne part. Chafing and champagne. <laughs> I knew it was going to come to me. I didn't so the other day, I had I have a really bad chafing story. This is going to be really stupid. <laughs> so the other day, I put in a, a, a white strip on my teeth. And I woke up in the morning and I, it was not there. So I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. Like, it's probably in my sheets somewhere. Cause like, you know, sometimes they fall out yeah. and I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, great. Like I can't find it. I'm just going to throw all my sheets in the laundry. I'll just wash it out. Like it'll just be gone forever. I go on my eight and a half mile run. I come home from my speed work and there's just like the white strip like on my under boob just chasing me and how does it even get there how does it get there i honestly have no idea but that's the that's that's it for the miles part of the beers and miles podcast <laughs> that's all we had today i ran zero miles this week so i don't know that's a lie how did your runs go oh man so logan or oh, wait, 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 what was that? 
try to cut it out. Uh, <laughs> just edit Larry. out my real name. Yeah, <laughs> Larry. Oh, that's is my podcast me and then logan is like the larry you're larry everywhere i'm larry everywhere now apparently because nicole and keen are gonna start the thing so everybody larry. calls you larry oh even your your old like managers call you larry i heard your mom call really you larry too. my mom you don't even know she, goes, she listens to this mom if you're listening i love you <laughs> like, every time she's actually helping me find apartment furniture can you go ahead and what you want to talk about <laughs> so larry's on a downwind right now we went from 42 down to 37. Yeah. Not really any too much crazy stuff. Not really down. Yeah. 42 to 37? Yeah. That's a down week? I yeah. guess. It's like five miles. Yeah. Listen, to me... We're not doing any workouts. Yeah. To me, it was just... Okay. Yeah, it's oh, just that, that would be a better, like, five miles doesn't seem like a lot, but if yeah. you're not doing workouts, yes. Yeah, we're going to go down the... Down to 37, then we'll go up to about 48 next week. Can we just do a solid 50? Just add two miles. No, please. You're doing six days uh, of running. Just go, seven. go for a walk. I will actually like my coach when I first started with her, she would give me like an hour and I would run like 6.6 miles in an hour. And it used to make me so angry because I, I couldn't make get to seven. seven. Yeah. But it mentally, it makes you a lot tougher because yeah. yeah. you're just like, okay, you know, I don't need to get to seven. Right. It's fine. And, you know, when, when you're running like a 26.2 mile run, yeah. like when you get to the like 25.9, it makes you feel a lot better yeah. when you're like, you know, you, you don't run the tangents and yeah. you're like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get to 26.4. Like, it actually makes you feel a little better. Mentally, right now, I'm trying to get to that seven to eight mile barrier where, like, I'm at seven miles for an hour. And, like, I can do, like, seven and a half. But, like, I just can't push it to that eight mile yeah. barrier thing. So, like, yeah, I'm right there with you. I feel it. It takes its time. Yeah. But last weekend, we uh, we left off on Friday yeah. before the weekend from hell. Uh, yes. Oh, last weekend? Yeah. That was hell. It was bad. Freezing oh. rain on Saturday. Negative eight degree wind chill on Sunday. That's horrible. This is two weekends in a row though that we had snow during my run. I loved it. I don't know you about snow. you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had snow. Well, I'm up, I'm up in Westerville, so okay. it's a little bit different maybe for you guys. What? Yeah. No, it's seriously. Weather, weather patterns That's will like change. Two miles. No yeah. It will change. I had snow the whole run. We had snow. My. Oh, right now. No, we ran in the no. morning. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, that yeah, we're in the morning. Well, the my morning best friend and I ran at like nine a.m. and it was snowing when we ran the whole time consistently. Yeah. We ran twelve. Wait, I thought we were talking like, about tonight. Well, we're talking about today, pretty much in general. You were talking about last weekend. I was talking about last weekend. Okay. I'm just saying, like two we weeks. Had, we had freezing rain yet last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Last weekend was very bad for running, but you know, mental toughness. Mental was, toughness was definitely achieved. Yeah, yeah guys, I'm going to be honest. I just didn't run last weekend. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just thought, I'm just not. I don't want to. It's Nicole cold. shared a meme with me the other day where it's like, if you can't get it. Well, what did it say? I, I didn't actually, like, I haven't read it since the day you sent it to me. It was something about, like, uh, if you're not tough enough to get out in the winter, then you're a pussy or something like that. Yeah, like, Nicole, were you talking about me? <laughs> no, we were, we were both uh, talk back and forth about how we both hate the treadmill. So I think she just sent it to me as, like, a, that was funny sort of thing. Yeah, yeah it was. was uh, I'm to like, I will totally go out and, like, negative 10 degree weather and i did it last year when it was like the yeah. snowpocalypse i cannot do rain and cold i just can't do it i hate it i would rather it have dropped 15 degrees and have snowed and i there's was gone only, for sure there's only one time i've ever thought about quitting like running or quitting like a team and we had a halloween um like we had to work the trail for like a halloween thing for for tiffin and they had us out there and it was freezing rain 
and we're just like standing there for like hours and trying to like have people walk through and volunteer. It was the only time in my life that I'm like, I'm going to quit this game. <laughs> like, I... It is awful. Uh, I don't know. I love I love precipitation during my... I found the meme that says, if you skip a run because it's too cold, you're a little bitch. And then it says, old Chinese saying. <laughs> that, was, that was what it was. Yeah. I love running in the rain. Same. I like running in the rain when it's warm. Well, I, I love mean, running in the snow. I even, love running in the Even snow. though when it gets up to like 40 yeah. and it's like raining, after like a, a week of solid 20s, yeah. that feels glorious. It feels good. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a week of solid 20s. Not when you're though. sweating and you're freezing at the same time. I hate that. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. I've been doing it for years. One. Can we get a vote out there on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, please email us at our amateur email, which we don't have. And uh, yeah. just say yes or no. We we'll get there. We'll yeah. get that email. Just say yes or no. We don't just... want you to, to tell us what you're saying yes or no to. Just say yes or no. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It, you can DM me at Nicole the Runner and tell me just yes or just no, and I will relay it to the podcast. Wow. Look at you stepping up to the plate. Relay it to the powers that be. <laughs> I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it as a, uh, as a question on the on the Instagram. Yeah. At Beers and Miles. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you had a great time. I had an awful time. Hell yeah, man. I had a great time. 15, I had 15 miles. How did that go? It was not as horrible as I thought it would be. Three miles and then one mile or one minute on until 13. Then I got two after and it was just like, okay, this is, this is going to be bad, but I can't get any worse. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Next day, negative eight degrees. Yeah, I got dropped on my fucking head. Like, yeah, so just I. It's just one of those runs where you're like you start talking to yourself out loud and start like whimpering like a like like a little dog. Just like <laughs> I'm just like I want to go home. <laughs> I still have two more miles to get here. This is awful. No, and I, I just understand you. Spend the entire weekend just wondering why the fuck did this. Yeah, I mean last last winter when it was the polar vortex, I was yes. training for Tokyo. And I had a 20-mile run. It was, like, the middle of February. And it was god-awful. I ended up stopping in the Ohio State Rec Center just to cool, like, warm up from my just cool whatever that was going on with my legs because they just locked up. I had, like, three by four at marathon pace, and it was, like... I just can't get through this. And you get over the you get over the bridges and they're iced over. That was yeah. Every yeah, bridge was iced every over. Every bridge. Yeah, like you feel like you're gonna fall, and it's just it's not fun. You had you you mentioned last year that one day where like we had the snowpocalypse. Yeah. Like the next day, we're just like jumping over like high pieces of snow for me. Did they have same thing happen for you? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was it's like I have a running streak. Yeah. I got to keep doing this. I got six miles to do. Well, I think that was also during the Lululemon challenge where they, it's like a 14 day challenge and they tell you to run like 80 miles or something. And so in order to do that, you have to run like five miles a day or something. And like, it, it was just freezing for like eight of those days. So you were outside the entire time. And I remember I had a workout on the track and tried to get the majority of the miles in so I didn't have to be out as long yeah. and it was just yeah. miserable and yeah that was probably the worst day I ran last year and then you get home and it's like you I've, can't warm up yeah. like it takes hours like oh. there hasn't been a well I know you guys ran last weekend I did not yeah. but there hasn't been a day this year where I felt like that like oh, yeah. I've been cold but like I haven't Pretty had the hair dryer on my asshole like I did <laughs> last year this this is like the weird winter too, because it's like that weird amount of degrees where it's like too cold, but also like 
you put on one layer too much. Yeah. And it's, it's like bad. sweaty it's and news, it's just yeah. like, yeah. oh, I hate this. Do you guys ever sweat like in your like yes. elbow creases? Yes. Every yes. single time. That is the worst because it, it's like the, it gets you so cold. Yeah. And you're like, how do I, do I wear a shirt without elbow creases? And I just wear arm sleeves and a tank top and. That, that's my demise. Sometimes I wear, like, a running jacket that, like, if, if it's, like, raining, I'll wear, like, a, a zip-up, like, rain jacket, and then rain, or wa- a sweat will get caught in, like, the elbows, and then if I put my arms down, the sweat will, like, Ew. drip down. Yes. Yeah, and, like, it's the most I've obnoxious thing. That. It's the most obnoxious thing. It's disgusting. Like, the, you feel the slime. The like, Boston Ehh. jackets are all like that. Yep. Like, but I've never all... worn it without a, a shirt to catch it. Like, yeah. you were in Oh, I wear a t-shirt a... under because oh, it's raining, and it's not cold enough for... for yeah, I mean, but, but it's not like, a good rain jacket. That's a honestly, a Boston jacket is a horrible oh, jacket. Oh, I can't, I can't wear Boston stuff because I won't, I've never been to Boston. So well, soon you will be to Boston. Yeah. But they are, they are the like, they are swag. The blue on. one's solid. I hate but plastics on. It doesn't matter. You don't like the blue one. I love the blue one. It's so simple. It's really subtle though. Those jackets are not functional though, no, and they're one hundred and twenty dollars, and they are not. They're not waterproof. They're not warm. No. They are just like. Show off jackets. Well, yeah. the New York, the New York City ones are actually very functional, and they're lined, and they actually keep the rain out. So, like, if you ever want to run a marathon and you want a great jacket for it, run New York. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the Columbus Marathon houses. <laughs> I really like them. Oh my god, the they're things. good. That's actually my favorite. Sweet that zip up pullover. Yes, I love so it. So good. I so, did the best. I actually had, was signed up for the half, and I and I, I dropped down from the full because I thought I was going to run the full before I got into Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I ended up getting that half sip, and it it is amazing. It's like, one of the best ones I've had. Yeah, it's so good. It's so incredible. Now the Boston long sleeve is a different story. I like the Boston long sleeve that you get, like the yellow one from Oscar. I have some I have some weird thing where shirts do not fit my arms. I don't know what it is. I like I don't feel like I have long arms, but they're always like up to here on me. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So now when I get race shirts, I get an extra large because the mediums, (laughs) yeah, they fit, but they're like literally up to here, and I'm like, oh, like an idiot. Can I talk about how we're on a podcast and nobody can see when she says up to here? Oh, sorry. I'm like definitely showing my like probably three inches above my little the bone that pops out of my. Uh, oh yeah, your wrist bone, if you will. Oh yeah, the wrist bone. Yeah. Yeah. The wrist bone connected <laughs> to the hand bone. Did somebody say hand bone? Just start slapping. <laughs> go, Patrick, go. Where's the SpongeBob? Um, what was our goal here? <laughs> I think we started talking about running last weekend, and then we just got like. I think we're supposed well, to talk we're about talk about our running today. I thought what we did so today. So this is what typically happens on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, okay, yeah. you said you wanted one goal. You wanted us to introduce ourselves, which I don't feel like Nicole and I have done. We're that. breaking the fourth wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> How we broke the fourth wall? wall? No, that's that's something. No, like no, 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 no. We're, we're not going in like, hey, Nicole does Larry, this. Larry. Now we've broken the fourth wall. Well, I don't want champagne. I'm not drinking champagne. champagne. Sure. Do you want more champagne? Sure. All right. The champagne. Champagne and miles. Nicole and I are starting a new podcast. The champagne and miles. Podcast. I thought it was a champagne and champagne. And we're uh, <laughs> we're starting a competing podcast. We're not actually doing that though because I like being a podcast with Chris. Actually, I honestly do too. Hey guys, I'm Nicole the runner. Um, I am crazy, and I just ran four marathons in last year, and I went to six star in Boston. Damn. Yeah. I think you've had already done Boston before. So you can six star having done a marathon before. But um, 
Like, I wanted Boston to be the place where I actually get my six star. I'm trying yeah. to do it within two years. Okay. Um, so, I actually, when I ran Boston, I ran through the hills and did not cross the finish line. Okay. So, I'm doing Boston 2020 trying to get across the finish line, and that's the only goal I have. Um, but, yeah. So... I'm gonna let Keen introduce herself. Wait, before before we do come for the uninitiated, what does what does six star mean? So the six star is the Abbott Marathon majors. So there are six of them, obviously. So there's Tokyo, London, Boston, okay, um, Berlin, Chicago, and New York. And if you want to compete in all six of them, then you end up with a six star medal. So you get just a medal with like all the scenic sick sites of <laughs> all, all of the six marathon majors. It's, it's pretty cool. That's sick. Actually. Yeah. I'm into that. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Keen. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Cut you off. So I introduce myself as yeah. a runner. What introduce I do. yourself. Yeah, what do you, what do, you do, Keen? Yeah, what um, do you do? What you up to? <clears throat> yeah, I run marathons. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have run Boston three times, which uh, is awesome. Boston's really, really hard. Um, and I've done Chicago, so those are my world majors. Trying to qualify for New York right now. Yeah. Um, at one point, I was the fastest marathoner in a hot dog suit. So, Who took uh, it? some girl ran Berlin in like three seventeen or three eighteen or something. What was crazy. yours? I did a three thirty one. So I qualified for Boston that year so in a hot dog suit. Hot dog suit. <laughs> Dude, that's that's awesome. Like a regular runner, trying your hardest, like oh, working your ass off. Oh, people saw me. Like, and I was just like jogging. I was like, oh, I got the record easily because it was like three fifty five or something before. And I was running down the finish line at like three thirty, and people were sprinting past me. Like, There's no fucking way I'm in this hot dog. I'm not losing this hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. And like my knees chafed because the costume. So there, when you do a uh, like a world record, um, there is so much paperwork. Yeah. Honestly, it's awful. And you have to send in pictures of your hot dog, like of your suit or whatever you're wearing. And so the it's the fastest marathon as a um, fast food item. Yeah. And so the fast food item has to be past your knees okay. and it has to cover above your, your shoulders yeah. and oh, can go above your head. And so, yeah, my knees chafed. Like it just kind of stopped the way you're running. Cause yeah. you're yeah. in like a dress essentially. Yeah. And so, yeah, it kind of, it really sucked. It was hot too. That's really cool hot. as hell though. What marathon was this? Um, I ran it in Indiana. Yeah. Wow. At Indy? Yeah. Nice. What year? Um, 2016. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. So I actually wasn't intending to do that. I was intending to go to Indian like PR and like yeah. run a fastest shit marathon because I had run Boston that year and I ran it in like 3:30 and it was just really hot and I was in really good shape yeah. and I was like I'm just gonna train through and like kill yeah. a fall marathon. Yeah. But then like the Indians went to the World Series and I drank pretty much every day for like two months <laughs> and so my goals quickly changed and i figured oh well i could like do this world record thing i have a hot dog suit i'll just do yeah. it <laughs> and yeah i applied like six weeks in advance i got approved all this stuff and so yeah but yeah i did get the um that sucked and i don't know if i'll ever beat it because that's a fast marathon yeah, and is... i don't want to particularly put on a hot dog suit and do that again yeah. How much time do we have before the break? Can I talk about how it's, like, as an amateur runner, right? Like, I'm, I'm still, I, I've only run one marathon before. I've, I've never run a half before. Like and you I, did Columbus this year? I did Columbus for the first time. And it's, 
I'm among three legends right now, right? Like, like Chris is a fucking legend. He runs a marathon in, in two thirty. No. Yes. Don't don't be modest. You actually Come on. And like yeah, Nicole, you're... like you ran. You're about to six star, and like like all this shit that like you just talked about, like all these different marathons that you run, and, and you, I mean, PR in a hot dog suit first of all, <laughs> but but also like just the different. Like I've only run one, and I'm, I'm among people that have run. Like this is just a casual thing for you, and it's incredible for me to to be able to be a part of this and, and actually interact with. Number one, the running community in Columbus is fantastic. And, like, shout out to, like, everybody in the running community. Like, everybody's been so welcoming and open. And, like, it's cool to, to be able to interact with people. But number two, just, like, the amount of people that I get to interact with that are just, like, so helpful and, like, offer, like, their own advice. And, like, even though, like, it's, I mean, you know, we're just having fun with the podcast. Like, I get really emotional about this stuff. And it's cool to, to be able to, uh, to, to be in the room with everybody that, that I am with now. So, thanks, guys. I would say that on that topic, like, I don't think I got disengaged in the running community until I started training for Boston. Yeah. Cause like, even then, like it's really hard to separate yourself from being a collegiate runner. Yeah. Cause you're still caught in that life. Um, and to like separate yourself from being in that competitive atmosphere to engaging in the typical running community. But until like, I like, cause I ran Boston because it was like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Erie because all these pub run people say that I, I don't know until I run a marathon and I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to run this marathon and qualify for Boston first time. Cool. Did it. And I'm like, I don't know if I should do Boston. And then I was like, I guess I should. Did it. I started, I started training for it. And I came in with this dad who was just like, I'm going to do it. I'm done with marathoning. I'll start running 10K, 5Ks again. Um, and then in that buildup, which is like finding that community and seeing how supportive everybody is, regardless of what times you're running, like it was really eye opening and humbling yeah and it made me enjoy running a lot more and took kind of that pressure off too because everybody's out there everybody's having a good time and everybody's just trying to support each other and for the most part i think i've found like a like that that marathoning group i think even more so like you find the ultra groups are even a lot more like opening as well mm-hmm. but i always had kind of a like i always had a kind of negative view toward marathoning just because like there's been a lot of shitheads that i've seen through it mm-hmm. but like no, like, especially going into Boston and then getting to Boston and experiencing that. So it's really, really eye-opening just how open the marathoning groups are, like the Columbus groups are. It's incredible. We're, we're very lucky to have such an open like, community here with, like, over 30 running clubs throughout the week. That's insane. Yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, there's no one... Or no place that you can't find someone to run with here. Yeah. It's crazy. I used to be so jealous of the people that, like, had their niche in Columbus. Like, when I first moved here, I felt so lost because, like, I didn't really have, like, a group. You know what I mean? Like, I, I went to college, and I didn't find, like, a group. Like, everybody says, like, I found my friends in college. I, I, you know, I just went through the motions and graduated and, like, you know, found my job. And, and that's when I met Chris. And then from there, it just kind of skyrocketed, and now I'm meeting all these different people. So, you know, I, I have a lot to be thankful for with the running community to give me, like, a purpose within, community, within Columbus because, honestly, without it, I probably wouldn't wouldn't have been here for as long as I, I have been. And, you know, this is probably going to keep me around for a long time. Yeah, and we see it a lot with the transplants, too. Like, I'm a transplant. I came from California. In six months, I was ready to leave. That's a weird... I don't like that word. Transplant? I like it. Kidneys? <laughs> I know we just got super sappy there, but but, like, but, it, but it's a whole thing. Like I've seen a lot of people have met like their significant others through these run clubs. They've met like um, I've seen people go from not being runners to like running really well. Yeah. And 
it's really amazing to see that because, um, like, within six months, I was already ready to go. I had moved to moved to Chit. Like, there's really nowhere else to live. Chit. I was like, cool. There's like, I'm not always used campus. Yeah. Chit show. Chit show. Chit show. Yeah, so, were your neighbors like? No. So I lived in like I I lived with like I think at the most it was like eight people. It was wild. Jesus. It was like a duplex, and then were they all going to college? I'm confused. Yeah, a lot of them were. I just didn't know. How old were you? I, w- I just got out of grad school. <laughs> so, like, Goodness. And you're talking with like 19 year olds? So we'll pause for a second again. <laughs> no, we're not pausing. No, we have to. Yeah, we'll pause right. for a second. We'll get back real quick and pause. All right, and we're back. So the story for this <laughs> is um, so I had finished grad school, or I was almost done with grad school, and I was like, okay, I'm done with classes, I'm done with tracks, and so I went back home for uh for about a month before i got my job and they asked if i could come back home so i drove across the country back to california spent about a month there and me and my typical self wasn't looking for places to live <laughs> and then i got a te- i got a i got a call or an email from from my the manager there and it's like hey you're starting on july 18th it's like july 6th <laughs> <laughs> i went through the same thing and i'm like i have to drive across the country and I don't know the city, so I just try to find anything that's affordable. And it was like four hundred dollars a month, and I was like, "Oh, chicken All right, we're gonna move there, and it ended up being. It was. I would say you didn't go to school in Columbus, right? No. Okay. So I, I, I've never been here. So um, <clears throat> I ended up ended up being really interesting because it was like I've never been in a big school. And so I got to experience like uh, the the game, the big game. Like yeah. I didn't go to the big game, but I got to like go and just dance on like a broken Michigan car and <laughs> like drink from like five a.m. to watch the game and like met some amazing people. Like uh, Dan from Oldfields is like was amazing. They were so opening. They still support me a lot. Actually, the koozies for the Columbus Marathon were Oldfields koozies. Um, and he's been super supportive of my running, but the people that I lived with when I first moved there that summer, these are real names. These are real names. So we start from the bottom. Oh, we'll start from the top. Uh, it's winter and ocean. There are a couple. Winter and ocean. Yep. Like the season and the body of water. Yep. <laughs> Wait, these are real people? Yeah, real people. Uh, then we have... Uh, what's the and they were in one room. In one room. Yeah. Okay. Then you had Adnan, and then his girlfriend would live there for a little bit too. So now we have four. Then we had uh, Cheeto. Cheeto. Cheeto's cool. Was that a nickname? Or no, no, his name was Cheeto. C H I D O. Awesome guy. Like Cheaty, like the good place. Yeah. Sorry, that's probably copyrighted. So now we're now we're five, and then we had Connor, Rex. And Levi. Okay, Connor's a normal name. Rex. Eight. So you were nine. Eight, and I was nine. And you had your own room. I had my own room. Uh, Rex and Levi slept on the couch downstairs. So and I had nine. Were they all going to college or what? Like it was in the summer, so like half of them were going to college. I don't really know what was going on. I just got there and I was just like, I'm now living with nine people in a duplex. Jesus. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah. How many bedrooms were there? Four? Four. 
I've never lived with like roommates, so that's nuts to me. Like I, li- I lived with roommates. I've in never college. like I've lived without a roommate for two years of my entire life. No, I've never lived like after I moved out of my parents' house, I've always lived alone. I did it while I was Tiff, and I loved it. I love living alone. I mean, it was UAB. fantastic. I lived I in college really alone I too. I didn't really like it. What? I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like I don't know, like when you're home at night after work and you're just sitting on the couch watching TV by yourself. That's it's wrong with kind that. of. I don't, for me, it's kind of lonely. Hang out with your cat. I get my I get my energy from people. Uh, so I'm, like, I'm the opposite. I'm I, recharged by myself. I am also a very very much an introvert, yeah. and yes. I have to sit there and just be completely alone. Well, I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah, like I don't have to talk to anybody or yeah. say anything. Yeah. Like it's just the nah. And I get kind of scared by myself. I've been socially there's exhausted. There's ghosts in here, and there's burglars outside. Oh, yeah, well, I'm <laughs> sure there are definitely ghosts in here. <laughs> my car's already broken. My experience was just drinking all day and then doing this podcast thing. Damn, that's brutal. Whoa. Wow. Jeans off the last pot or the next podcast. Oh it's okay. I'm totally kidding. But we did drink uh, quite a while. So, a couple hours today. Well, I will also answer that today was probably one of my worst runs because I was desperately trying to sub 20 in this 5K. I ran 1958, which is like I'm pretty happy considering it went awry at like mile 2.2. And um, yeah, I felt like I was going to barf on myself pretty badly. And I thought that I was going to be that person that barfed on themselves during the live stream. Yeah, there's a live stream for it too. It was definitely a live stream. And it was like right as you entered the arena. So it was like, you know, like three miles exactly. And I was like, I'm going to be that girl who barfs on herself during a 5K 
like on a live stream on the internet. Could be worse though. It could be the Kent State girl. I won't go into it. But you are not wrong. No. <laughs> if you don't know about it, just look it up on Twitter. <laughs> if, if you don't know, now you know. Nicole, but... I, I I don't want to take away from your story about throwing up on yourself, but the question is worse than you've done after a run. So. Well, the worst thing I did after a run was just like start. I started crying, like just bawling my eyes out oh, at yeah. the end of this run. I've been there. And it's it was okay. like, yeah, and it was like, I saw you like 20 seconds after. It, w- it was like a you minute. Were, minute. A minute. I was like, you were yelling for me. <laughs> I was yelling for you. And if you did not hear correctly, I was yelling for you between sobs. I was like, okay. <laughs> I feel that. I got super emotional after the Columbus Marathon. Like, I was just, like, during the run, I was just, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just those little, like, sobs every once in a while. Because, like, that's a lot of work that you put into a marathon to get there. So Yeah. I mean, after London, after the London Marathon in 2019, I I, I crossed the finish line. And it was, it was not a good race by any standards. Like, I was running kind of easy. And I looked at this guy, and I was like, hey, can I throw up here? Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> I like how you had to ask. That's very polite of you. I, I was polite. I mean, I mean, you're in England. Yeah, like, you true. have to be polite. Uh, you are finishing in the Royal Palace. Wait. You are finishing in the Kensington Gardens. You act like the British people are very polite. That's like the least polite. No, Scottish people. I'm sorry. I picked up the wrong. Have you seen soccer games? Have you seen football slash Scottish people Twitter? Scottish people Twitter. Your worst experience after a Yeah, what the heck? Where'd your British accent go? <laughs> it disappeared when I stopped sleeping with the guy that thought I was from Wales. Oh, <laughs> oh man, this, I, that uh, came in. I thought you were going to... It worked, it worked, though. It worked. It worked. did work. It worked that in. Though. It worked for several months, and then I was like, I really just I, can't do this I anymore. can't keep it up, yeah. No, okay, I... Uh, so what, what was the question again? Can we worst experience back? after a run. Worst experience after a run. Um, mine was after the Chicago Marathon 2015. It was particularly hot that day. Uh-huh. And I was cramping, and I had a medic actually run me in, so she was in all my finish line photos. And I was bawling, and then I collapsed at the finish line and had to be carted off. And I was overheating, like, or no, I was, because I was overheating, I started to get so cold that I was shivering. And so they were bringing me, like, soup, and they were laying, like, heat packs on me, but it was, like, 75 degrees, so everyone who was being brought in was being, like, shoved in ice buckets. And screaming, and they were like, we don't understand why she's so hot. And I was like, I don't understand either. Um, But that was probably the worst experience. I was just, like, so salty and hot and in a med tent for, like, an hour and a half. I don't know that I have an answer for this, to be honest with you. Like, I know that, like, last time that we we actually had to record this podcast twice. Spoilers, but, like, you know. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, we we had a. You said Columbus. Yeah, no, I talked about, like, after Columbus, I went to the Hoofhider Brewery and ordered the wrong thing. But I was too polite to, like, send it back. Because I ordered, like, a a vegan burger. And, like, it was made of, like, beans, and I didn't want to eat it. But, like, I ate it because, you know, food, anything after a marathon. But I really wanted, like, Canes or, like, an actual burger or something. So that's oh, theoretically. you accidentally ordered Yeah, the I accidentally chicken. ordered, like, the vegan option. Because, like, it looked good. It said, like, bean burger. And I thought, like, they would put beans on top of the burger. Like, they would just, like, put, like, a can of baked beans or something on top. <laughs> yeah, Bush's baked beans. Is this a plug for Bush's? This is 100% a plug. But realistically, like, after a run, like, the worst experience that I had was back in, like, 2015 when I started running 10Ks. I went and thought that it was a good idea to lay down, and then I just spent the next 10 hours in bed. Like, I could not get up physically, get out of bed. So I had my parents bring me food to my bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, now you have Uber Eats to do that. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I need to know what Chris's is. No, I... 
No, the races? Crash. No, I have some someone's from college from undergrad. I actually just found I just remembered them. Oh yeah. Uh, I only get one because there's probably like fourteen more questions, right? Yeah, there's. Um, so I think the worst one, the worst idea that I had, it was me. Like right after one of the races, we went out to Claremont was our place to just like. So Claremont was in our conference, and we spent most of our time there. I spent most of my time at our rival school, hanging out with those guys. <laughs> They're still some of my best friends. So. Uh, this one time, we decided to, like, go to Claremont, and we did, we set up hurdles, and we started doing hurdle races throughout the track. After drunk. I'm wearing, I'm drunk, and I'm wearing uh, boat shoes. Uh, we're in California. Jesus. So we're, on, we're in boat shoes, and I hurdle. My buddy tries to hurdle with boat shoes, too. Hits the ground. And then we start trying, we start climbing a scaffold, and, like, you have my buddy... With a corona in one hand, he's climbing with the other, has a full beer in his mouth, and just climbing up the scaffolding. Like, what a lad. <laughs> we, I've been pulled up to the second floor of a building. I've, like, after races, it's just some stupid shit that I should not be doing. And probably <laughs> really? Well. That story really sounded like you were on, like, mushrooms or something. Yeah. That's not a good experience. <laughs> How is that a bad experience? You, have, you've never, you guys have never seen me, like, my senior college, I worked at Starbucks, so like I would take three shots of espresso over ice with white chocolate, and just drink it about thirty minutes after before my my shift ended. And then you just have me. As soon as I get to Claremont, it's like I am a kid in a candy store. Like it's my favorite place. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world when I was in college. And it was just like just have me there, just kind of just jumping side to side. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, and I just start running around like I lose my mind. Like, I just, yeah, I was like a kid on fucking mushrooms. Just, oh, yes. I was loud. I was loud. I was like, if I was loud, next level. Yeah. I would dance on, like, tables, dance on, like, speakers, like, highest places I could find. I'd try to get on top of it. Like, I was, this is, I'm very tame compared to a. Yeah, really. We have the Beers and Miles podcast, by the way. Do not condemn doing your children mushrooms. So let's just, yeah, yeah. Let's just throw that out oh, there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Chris, by the way, are you going to pop that, uh, that claw that can I drink? No, we have a lot claw. of claws. Do you need <laughs> another claw? Adam's going Adam, to need a claw. Claws in my Claws in No, we're not uh, doing that. Claws in TV. That was on pod three, I think, that we talked about Sasha's mom. Next question. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'm starting with this one because Nicole started with the last one. Right, I don't know what the question is, but... Big Baby Berto sends a question of Nat. Thank you, guys, who he is. Uh, he was a teammate of mine. Uh, okay. Funny story about him is we have like a Badlands kind of area right next to our our track connected to the. He brought not Adam. just like one beer. There's like three cases now. Brought, on the like table. two boxes. What? No claws. Uh, no claws. Two variety packs. All the claws. Um, the claws. Go ahead. Yes. Question. Technically, you want one? Uh, no, I'm gonna keep two. You want Nicole? I'm gonna keep two. Sure. Drinking. All right. Thanks. Claw, uh, so, uh, Actually, yeah, I'll do one. <laughs> there we go. Everybody's so, got the claws. No, no, Terry, hell yeah. Uh, All right, shh, shh, ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Shit! Oh, my. <laughs> so, he, he, we were running through the Badlands, and this kid trips over himself, and he just says, fucking Alberto, you're crucial. And we're just like, everybody's just like, what did he say? What? What does that mean? 
it's the entire time that we're in college. Anytime something would happen and he fucked up, we're like, Alberto, you're fucking crucial, man. You're crucial, way. You're crucial. Oh, my God. I had to say that. So his question was, what is the right amount of beers to recover from a long run? A long run. A-L-O-N-G. No spaces. But we figured a long run. Okay. A, long, a space long run. Two champagnes and one white claw. <laughs> so, um... I would say probably three to four is the right amount. That's um, a lot. It's a lot of beer. It is, but it also depends on the percentage of beer you're drinking. True. True. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what percentage of beer I'm drinking because it doesn't matter. It's you got to do what's right for you. Would you consider that 11% beer and greater? I'm not going to talk about that on the yeah, podcast. Right. I just said three to four. That was the question. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the answer of three to four. All right. Nicole? I would, I would definitely agree with three to four. Chris, I'd say one. You get a, you get a high ABV stout. You eat some. Uh, you, you take not, a shower. I'm asking for take a percentage. A <laughs> yeah, you, you, take, you take a shower. You after your long run, you take. You have an high ABV stout. Wait, but that's to get. Wait, this is to get you through a long run. No, no, no this after, is after. This after, is after recovery. After. Okay, recovery. After. So. You take a shower, you have a high ABV stout, eat some breakfast, and then you just, like, knock out for, like, three hours. One beer knocks you out. I you have a bomber of, like, a 14% stout, it'll yeah. fuck you oh, out. Fuck I you. guess after, you after, 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 like, a 15-mile long run, it'll, it'll do the job. You end up napping on your couch for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had that. You probably that. should do that. Okay, I might take a nap on your couch for a little bit after this. Because nice. of all the champagne. Because <laughs> of all the champagne I've been drinking. It, it's pretty nice. It's Pretty nice way to do it. Next question. All right. Uh, next question. What is your best pickup line, and did it work? Ah, uh, Nicole, Kate, uh, Keen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm like gonna let Keen go first. <laughs> Commander Keen. Um. <laughs> I'm glad that I got a smile out of Adam for that. Commander <laughs> Keen. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever tried to pick anyone up. I'm just yeah. kind of. Do you, okay, here's an alternative question for both of you. Do you usually get picked up, or like, are you doing the picking up? Like, are you? I usually get picked up. Okay. And but but if I am doing the picking up, I I revert to something really nerdy. Yeah. And it's usually something along the lines of like Harry Potter, like, "Hey, right. do you want to slither into my chamber of secrets or something?" Really All right, bad. that's a little concerning, but I'm I'm here for it. Nicole, <laughs> <laughs> cool. you are married. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but like when I was in college, that would be my go-to. Yeah, like it would be like that's I, a that's a solid, solid line. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm here for that. Fifty points to to Slytherin, honestly. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a Raven. I don't. I don't have like a pickup line. Like if I think somebody's cute yeah. and I want to talk to them, like I go talk to them, or like I'll offer to buy them a drink. Do you walk up to them and you're like, "Hey, you're really cute." Like that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I just don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever tried to pick anybody up. Like most of the girls that I've dated have been like people that I've known for a while, and then like I just take them on a date. Yeah. Tinder wise, I never even like even when that's like the peak of like using pickup lines. Yeah. Never did anything. My buddy, uh, we we put the phone in the middle for Tinder one time when I was back home. And this girl, I think her name was like Carly or some shit yeah. like that. And like they found out that it was like some um, some like city in Europe, and they ended up using it as a pickup line. Sick. 
And it was like, ended up starting a conversation. I was like, cool. You know what? Actually, I will say there was one tender pickup line that I tried that like, this was like, so I played a game in college. Let's, let's back up a bit here. I tried to get the most matches that I could in college. And this wasn't like I was swiping around on everybody. Wait, you had tender in college? How yeah. old are you? I'm 25. He's <laughs> uh, not a child. I tried swiping right on like the only girls that I found attractive. And like, it really wasn't like a thing where I was like looking for girls, you know what I mean? But it was just kind of like a fun thing. I ended up giving up around 1300 matches. Damn. Um, you actually did. Yeah. And I, I, I gave, so he like kept his Tinder open and I was no, like, no, I, I kept the photo. I, I got rid of Tinder. Unless I showed you my Tinder. I may have kept no, it. No, it was like when you first got on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it, it was, I, yeah, I thought you were bullshitting. No, 1300 matches. Uh, but there was one girl named uh, Alexandria where I was like, call me Alexander the Great because I'm here to conquer. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it was pretty good. But, uh, and she responded like, we... I thought we... your name was Larry. <laughs> Not Larry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> next question. Let's go. <laughs> You're so proud. Cut. But you know what? Pikachu meme where they're like, oh my God. <laughs> that was pretty much Larry's face right now. Since I was like in high school, Fair. and 
I love the Hannah Montana show and yeah. I don't know. She's just so unique. Like her, it's not necessarily her personality changes, but like her character changes. Like she's always the same person necessarily, yeah. but like she does like hardcore changes. Mm-hmm. I feel and so like I just think she's super interesting and I'd love to like talk to her I and like probably was, do some Molly or something. I was probably obsessed with uh, Molly for different <laughs> reasons than you were probably. Because she's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hot ass, dude. Sweet ass. Yeah. That's a, an Australian thing, by the way. They don't say, like, like what it's sweet ass, but they'll just say, like, it's sweet ass, bro. And that's it. No. Did, you, did you live in Australia? No, I just listen to a podcast. Uh, I Australians did. are two Australian people. Uh, <laughs> New Zealand people, actually. I think New Zealanders yeah. say, it's sweet ass. Yeah. New Zealanders <laughs> are, like, not Australians. Okay. That's like saying Canadians and Americans. They are, though. <laughs> They're our friends from the North. Nicole. Go for it, my friends. Um, if I had to get a drink with anybody, I would say it would be Katie Ron- Keenan. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. I, I was, she wasn't on that path. <laughs> I would probably say Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Um, just like, not only because I think he's beautiful, but also because I think that he has played so many different roles. Yeah. Um, and so many different important roles that I would just love to just learn about what he thought about that. Like yeah. Iron Man, like he is my Iron Man yes. and always will be. Um, and so I would just like to learn about just how he felt playing that role and so many others that he's done. I also have to say Robert Downey Jr. I had a different answer last time we did this. And honestly, now that you said that, like, yeah, I have an Iron Man shirt that I run in that, like, it's got, like, the little, like, thing in the middle where the, Chris said, if I run in that shirt, by the way, he'll slap me. He'll never train me again. He's shaking his head. <laughs> He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head. No. I think it's time to move on to the next question. Fuck Robert Downey Jr. Chris, go. Christopher Walken. That's, That's pretty a good, good beer. It's really easy. I like, I just want to get a pep talk for Christopher Walken. That'd be incredible. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I uh, I listened to uh, the Paul Hot Junkies Lion speech before every big race. It's like my favorite. Like, like Hill Sargent's like basically it's just this guy that is a pool uh, pool hustler, and then he's playing like a game and against the guy who tra- who basically trained him. And uh, he's, like, been losing. It's, like, not in his right mindset. Goes in and just, like, tries to wash himself off. And you have Chris Walken come in, as he always just very nonchalant. It's like, you ever you ever watch the nature documentaries about lions on the, on the cable? He's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, get out of the line. So hot. So hot. He doesn't want to move. <laughs> he's like, and you have the hyenas. He's bad and getting closer one day they get too close Ryan runs through tears the shit out of them runs like the wind and it's like because sometimes the lion has to show who he is and it's the entire like that whole that whole speech is like what I listen to it's like it's not it's like it's it's time to kill night every time before races before Columbus before Boston my biggest race in college like it was always that one before the uh, columbus marathon i listened to the uh, rocky thing where he goes to father carmine before the fight with uh, apollo creo was like father carmine he's like uh if i get beat up too bad you know maybe you could say a prayer for me and the dude starts saying and like you know italian where i was like ah oh, and it's, i don't know something about it just makes you, you feel empowered 
Does Rocky wear that exact same sweater? Actually, <laughs> something like this, to be honest. <laughs> pretty similar. I'm wearing one of those crew neck sweatshirts. Rocky wears a black one, actually. You are, you are Rocky fashion right now. I am Rocky. I'm Sylvester Stallone fashion, to be honest with you. Like, straight up, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got beat up pretty hard in that fight. Your father, you had this white claw. Shoved it in his ass. It's just a white claw. <laughs> Damn it, Larry. Another thing up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? Did we talk about that on this podcast? Like, did I, did I say that? Yeah, that the introduction, yeah, Larry. Like, to shove, no, like, no, no, no. I said, is whiskey, No, 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 no. <laughs> I said I wanted you to eat your carrots and broccoli because I was being a good friend. I wanted you to have your vegetables. Yeah, and yeah. then you go... Let me tell you guys how she threatened me. She threatened to shove broccoli and carrot sticks up my ass. Yeah. Sometimes you have, sometimes you have to boof your your vegetables. No. You have to boof. Yeah. You, you were doing, everybody had vegetables on their plates, I and then I look at your plate and I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I had an avocado on my plate, okay? Because I had an avocado pesto pasta. All right. So you literally, I think we're moving into the next question about macros. Yeah, let's move into the next. It was question. literally. No, we're not talking about macros. You had carbs. <laughs> And fats. You had. Hey, we're back to the podcast. Okay, we're back to the podcast. Hey, guys. I run for pancakes. Same. We all run for pancakes. Oh my god, can I fulfill your running dreams today? Oh. I made Chris pancakes. I, he talked about how they were crispy. They were crispy. Oh, fantastic. But I will tell you, they weren't like real pancakes. They were like oatmeal and banana pancakes. So can, was, can you describe this, this recipe? Because this is like the best pancakes I've ever had. Yeah, so I follow a vegan blogger, which they weren't totally vegan. Well, actually, yeah, they were vegan. Um, I follow a vegan blogger because I don't do a lot of dairy products. And so I like to avoid milk and yeah. whatever. And so her vegan pancakes just have um, oats, bananas, flax, meal, uh, cinnamon, nutmeg, Regular flour. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It, it was supposed to be gluten-free flour, right? There's some regular flour in there. Some coconut sugar. Um, it was just, like, kind of a mix of, like, healthier ingredients. And um, they turned out really well. And then I did, like, coconut oil. So it gave it kind of, like, a little bit of a coconut taste. And then I warmed up some raspberries and blueberries. So you could just kind of, like, add a topper and then had some syrup. 100% Ohio maple syrup that we put on the Ooh. table. And so, yeah, they were, they were pretty legit. And then I had eggs and chicken sausage yeah. or some protein. It, it wasn't a bad brunch. It was a fantastic brunch. Coconut oil is definitely a non-Newtonian fluid, by the way. It's, like, super solid until you start messing with it, and then it becomes oil. Oh, and, like, in the summer, if you have it in a cabinet, it's, like, it's just liquid. Straight. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. I, I, is it coconut oil or maybe it's coconut butter? It's, like, super white until you, like, start moving it, and then it becomes, like, oil. Well, if it's in a really hot environment, it'll get, okay. if it's, like, above 80 degrees, it'll get, it'll get pretty liquidy. You can tell we're, like, super, like, either lit or, like, just, like, <laughs> we've been doing podcasts for too long because we're just talking about fucking coconut oil. Like, yeah, no, the coconut oil the I have right now is, like, is solid. Yeah. Like, I had to, like, scoop yeah, yeah. it out, and then it, it melted fast, but it, it goes through stages. Yeah. The chemical composure. Like, it's honestly just like all of us. You know, like, in the winter, we get a little bit harder, and in the summer, we're a little bit more liquidy. And that was really profound. 
I'm the opposite of that. During the summer, I get like super like like fit, but like during the winter, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do. Like, no, but like when you think about our emotions, we're really hard, and we don't want to like really be interrupted oh, yeah. by anybody. So yeah. we're kind of like we build this exterior wall of like don't talk to us. We're really yeah. like standoffish. Yeah. And then in the summer, we're more liquidy, like yeah. willing to take in whoever is around I'm us. Right, fucking there with you. Um, environment so that's kind of I, I don't know I feel like a little bit like coconut oil the majority of my life but that's like the opposite of a dance and then like yeah. in the in the fall like you're kind of like a mushy type where you're like you can get a spoon through you but like when you scoop it up it like, drips kind of off but you still have a little bit of a hard surface so do you prefer the big spoon or the little spoon um personally yeah. I will do either oh um, wow. so when I'm with my cat on the yeah. big spoon, yeah. when I'm with my boyfriend on the little spoon. Yeah, when I'm with my cat on the big spoon, even though he's a male cat. Like, somebody asked me the other day, like, is Kelly with a male cat gay? And I'm like, hell no, like, it's a cat, dude. But, like, also, I uh, yeah. you weren't, like, really opposed to the carrot thing. <laughs> Stop! I just want you to know that Chris and Nicole are sitting here just, like, laughing Why? our asses Half a bagel. Oh, half a bagel. Okay, 
half a bagel. It's mostly because I can't consume like a whole. Butter. No, I was gonna say something to you, but thank you for shaking my hand. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going uh, on when here. You say you eat half a bagel. Like, do you do like, do you, do you do like cut it like horizontally where you have yeah. half the bagel this way? Or okay, so you no, we're not psychopaths. Cutting it vertically. We are not psychopaths. Like, two halves of like. I I eat half half of the whole bagel. Okay. Like the whole bagel is like two halves of a bagel. <laughs> No, some people come and cut it straight yeah, down. That is wrong. Okay, well, <laughs> call me wrong, but I like it. I'm kidding, I don't do that. You are wrong. Um, yeah, I eat like half a bagel horizontally, and I, mostly because I can't eat more than that. Um, I just get really like full before a long run. So sometimes I do like being like not like full, but like like you know I like having enough fuel in the tank because yeah. Chris and I I had that blowout the other day that like just fuck me up so i need to i've been feeling a lot more recently with uh better nutrition if you will yeah i mean i eat like half a bagel and peanut butter before a run because like i think it's really important um especially after working with a, a nutritionist and trying to figure out like my my best self after a long run i think it's important to eat like a lot of protein after a long time. Yeah, there's no wine bottle. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, more wine. Can you now. can you repeat the question so that I can answer? The question was something about any specific diet for marathon training: high fat, high carb, etc. Okay, so from my perspective, I don't know yet. I'm actually going to a nutritionist next Saturday. I'm trying to figure it out because I honestly don't love carbs, which is very strange to people. Um, to get my carbs, I eat like rice and that potatoes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just not a oh, big potatoes. Though I'll agree with that. I'll eat potatoes. Um, yeah, I get I get every meal. I at least have rice and something, and then like breakfast, I eat like really high protein, high fat. Um, and I've been forcing myself to eat two pieces of toast lately to try to get more carbs while I'm training, but carbs are really hard. And so I'm curious to see what this nutritionist says, but I have read, and I don't know if it's true, but that you should eat 60% of your macros as carbs when you're marathon training. So that's what I've read on the internets. Um, I think that if you're looking for a macros kind of, um, plan, you should go see somebody to figure out what works best for you. Because honestly, like exactly like training, like not the, you know, not every training plan works for every single person and not every nutrition plan works for every single person. So, um, 60% carbs may work for somebody and you may need to do like 40 or 30% carbs, but the average, uh, macros is 40, 30, 30. What I heard, so just kind of a blurb on macros and nutrition. But I do think as runners, like fat should stay lower as you can, um, and protein should be around 100 to 120 grams for a woman, yeah. especially when around... you like are really snackish. Like I think if you eat yeah, more proteins, that takes a lot. Yeah, a lot. And, and it's and and trying to find those high protein, low fat proteins. So like ground turkey is really good like what we had tonight guys that was 99 percent protein one percent fat sick uh <laughs> sick in a good way by the way not yeah. like sick isn't like it was, it was, good. It was good it yeah. was not shitty. Um, and you have to look for it because when i was like going to buy that i looked on the shelf and it was like right next to the 80 20 percent mm-hmm. ground turkey so you have to be like you have to be aware of what you're buying um same with like ground meats like they're the same thing 
Um, you can find something really, really cheap that's like 80-20 or 70-30, but like you really want to be looking for those high protein, low fat. I would also say being diligent about snacking. Um, one of the things that like my nutritionist and I like really dialed down was trying to figure out like the best snacks to eat. Um, cause I'm, I'm a person that just like thrives on snacking at like 2 PM, you know? Um, and I found that almonds really work for me. Like, I think that, I think that what Keen said, like, you need to make sure that you're eating like a certain way when you're training for marathons. Um, and you just need to find out what works best for you. Fruits are really good to snack on at, when you're marathon training. Cause they're basically all carbs and that's what you need as a marathon trainer. So like apples, bananas, uh, those things are good. I have three. So I'll, I'll preface this by saying on my end, um, if you're looking to get any kind of like idea of like a like nutrition program, go see a nutritionist. Don't follow anybody like what they're saying, like on Instagram, as far as like trying to, if they're not a licensed nutritionist. Well, even if they aren't licensed nutritionists, they don't know. Yeah, you, you know. have to talk to them. Yeah. They don't know how much you weigh yeah, or what you're yeah. eating or I, what you're doing yeah. physically. So. I will say that um, just to throw her out there, Featherstone Nutrition is awesome. Um, she has really listened to like what I needed and helped me kind of anchor down what I wanted to do goal-wise. So... But as far as what you guys are saying, like, that is, that's very, very true to like, it's very different to every person. Yeah. And, um, so it's very different to every person and really you should talk to somebody and find out exactly what works for you. For me, uh, I'm running, I'm going to be at 90 on six days, 90 miles a week on six days. Um, I follow the idea jelly from like, um, I'm also like, I'm a guy that weighs 130 pounds and six foot tall. Like I am, I burn, like I just eat whatever I can. Uh, I have trouble gaining weight. Um, so like for me, it's like, I basically, if I'm hungry, I eat. Um, I have the, the idea of like, if the furnace is burning, anything's going to burn. If the furnace is hot, anything's going to burn. And I don't, as far as like, like even last, last night, like I had a third, I had a 17 mile longer this morning. I did like nine, nine miles easy. And then six mile progression down to five thirty two, and then the last mile like six thirty. I ate a Wendy's chicken sandwich and a and it's fries last night. The night before, uh, on Friday night you did. Yeah, Friday night. So next morning, but like the the day of, like I'm very specific with what I have day of my long runs. That is one thing I don't fuck with, uh, because I take long runs as a really great way to train yourself to figure out what's going to work for you. Um, that's the only thing, like, as far as, like, training in general, I eat what I can eat. Like, I'm not, of course, I'm going to eat spicy foods before workouts or run, but I'm going to try to eat as much as I can. And I don't really eat that unhealthy. I try to make some food as much as I can, but I don't focus on different, different things. I just try to eat. Because uh, at that much, like, at that much mileage, you need to just keep, like, you just need to keep fueled. Um, but as far as, like, marathon training in itself, um, I practice my nutrition and my hydration methods during workouts and during long runs. So I'll That's have, really cause like you don't want to ever want to try something new on race day. So like the same thing that I have for you and the same thing that as we get higher up and we're getting into like Maryland training for you, for Annalise, I'm already telling this, like 
we're going to start training with your nutrition during your long runs. We're gonna start, well, first, we'll start training with it before your easy runs. So, like, I'll have you try, like, for me, I did, I've never had goo. So, like, I had goo two hours before I did an easy run. Just a few hot felt in my stomach when I started running. How is that going to feel when I have 30 minutes into a run? Like, it's, those 30, it's like, how am I going to feel two hours after, after, I start, after I take this? If it doesn't feel good, then I might have to try something else. Yeah. Um, I even beforehand, I, I've gotten to the point where I do Martin, uh, noon, and a honey signal cracker before I start, run, start a workout or start a uh, our long run. Then 35 minutes in, I have my uh, I have my goo, and I've already tried goo at this point. I know what flavors I like. Nothing's new. We're fine. That's that point. I am really specific about that stuff. I don't want anything new on race day. I know exactly what I need to try. As far as like random training, it's very different. But yeah. as far as like actual race day stuff, I know exactly what I need to do. Uh, McDonald's every day, number one. No, oh no super size oh me. Oh my god, cut super it size off. me. <laughs> uh, number no, two, no next question. Number two. Um, shit, I lost it. I had a couple funny things that I wanted to say, but I, I think the T- I think the TLDR of this is that like every single person is different, and oh. I think it's like you if you don't want to go to see someone like you just have to experiment with what works for you and if something doesn't work for you then don't do it on your race day like don't drink a bunch of white claws before i also think it's interesting when you said you like (laughs) when nicole said she pumped up her carbs like and it it might not have been like pasta and and rice it might have been eating more fruits or whatever it was but like when you pumped up your carb intake like you lost weight and so like that's a goal for you as a runner or for you to like turn more whatever into fuel like that's what you need to try and so it's just it's just interesting like if you want to build more muscle like maybe you pump up the protein so it's just it's very different for what your goals are can can we agree on this so like with with higher mileage training assuming you're doing higher mileage training you need to recoup. You just need to recoup the calories burned. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. thankfully in this time period of the year, like this time, like this time, like you know how much you're burning for your run. Like you have that data, at least some rough estimate of how much you burn during a workout. Like you just, you really do, especially when you're training for a marathon, those long runs too. Like you need to be practicing how to fuel so you don't get, like you don't put yourself in danger, especially during the winter, during the summer months when it's hot. Like you need to. You need a fuel. You need a fuel during your long runs. You need a fuel beforehand. You need to hydrate consistently so that you're not in a bad place and you're not putting yourself in danger. Right. And then you're also refueling yourself afterward because you're burning a lot of calories. You're also making yourself dehydrated. Just continue to do that. Yeah. And kind of going off that, like not necessarily like fuel, but when you have like recovery. So we just did a workout this past week where it was one-to-one. So if you ran for four minutes, the deal was to recover for four minutes, just as an example. But in the winter, like at three minutes, you may feel fine mm-hmm. and it's okay to go. But like in the summer, like you are never going to feel good at three minutes and you might not feel good at four minutes. So you might need a little bit more. So it's just kind of like weighing the balance of like what's happening in your environment and figuring out like what works best for you. That's a great point. I, like, cause like Ohio summers aren't as bad as some other places like the South. Still yeah. pretty bad. Like it's not, it's not as humid as the South and it's not as hot as like, as the West. 
Yeah, but I would still argue that even in the Ohio summers, like you should still be practicing. Yeah. Yeah. What works? I don't think that's where Chris was going at all. I think he's just trying to. But but in sense, like regardless, like during the summer, I hear so much about people who are saying like I'm running slower. Like even even guys that I know that are fit that have run really well, they're like I'm out of shape. I'm like no, it's a, you're run like you have to understand the conditions you're running in, yeah. and it's it's all relative to that. So like when people are training for like a fall marathon and getting to the summer grind and realizing like I'm running like dog shit, it's like yeah, everybody is. Your your body's working harder to stay cool. You're burning more calories. Like it's harder. Like you're not running 50 degree weather. You're running in 80 degree weather and it's humid. You're sweating more. Like your body's working a lot harder get through it yeah you gotta you fuel you make sure you're, you're you're safe first of all you move through it and you adjust it's the same thing as like with anything is like whether it's, it's hot weather it's windy weather like you just try to it's super cold weather you try to adjust to it so i don't know it's yeah you adjust with your temp you adjust with the, the time period that you're running in you have to adapt in any circumstance yeah, yeah we we saw a lot of drop off from that uh group that we were part of that uh the runners that were yeah so we had we had a a group chat at our work a, a microsoft team chat for everybody that runs running the there are a lot of people working to run the comps full <laughs> and it started in june it started in june but like we're all excited and i'm like yeah that's awesome like like i'm working on a build up during that time and yeah. i'm like it was super pumped i'm super pumped as soon as we got to july mid of july yeah we're bumping down in half yeah um and, and they weren't so excited and it's like and that was the one thing that I've, I've tried to talk to to Logan or to Larry about it's like <laughs> so so I've, oh, damn it. I know. <laughs> so that's one thing I've tried it's like and I, I said it last week it's like I do I want to I want to carve down those peaks yeah because it's really easy to get super super excited about your training at the beginning of your of your buildup and then you get to five, six weeks, eight weeks, and you're just burnt out. And so, like, I want to carve that down, and we're going to focus on just, like, hey, let's get this done. Hey, that was awesome. Great. Great workout. Cool. Let's work on the next set. Yeah. Just keep going. We don't want to get too excited. We're gonna have, we, don't want to, we don't want to have peaks and valleys. We just want to just keep it going. I think something that helps with that, though, is having, like, a short-term goal. So, like, when people are, like, really, really excited to do a half or a full in June, it's like, okay, what can we focus on in the, like, near term? Yeah. Especially people who are newer. It's like, all right, so um, maybe in July or August we're going to do a 10K. And then right. at the beginning of September we have this half. And then in October you're going to do a full. Or if it's, you know, like a half, you kind of build up to the half. But I, I think that the most effective way is to kind of slowly build people up to that. And it's not to just, like, throw them to the wolves and be like, all right, you're running a marathon. <laughs> like, you know, you have to kind of, like, get people, like, give them milestones. Like, not, like, just throw them to the wolves. And yeah. I think it's kind of scary. I mean, 26 miles, point two is terrifying. It's a lot of miles. And when I was helping somebody, like, for her first half marathon, like she was terrified. And the next year I helped her, she wanted to do a marathon and she was using a half or multiple halves as training. And I'm like, yeah, you're at that point now where you're like, 
using half marathons as long runs yeah. and you're yeah. doing that as a long run like that's where you get and so trying to get people that kind of like milestone or like achievement level like working slowly through it is really really helpful I think yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean even today like I ran my 5k because my coach told me I, she wanted me to run it fast like I do I am not a winter runner so it's like the polar opposite of training in the summer like I fall apart during the winter I'm just not a good winter trainer like I I struggle to get outdoors in the winter so like even having this 5k on my calendar it's like a thing to like go out and just do your best it's yeah. like you like were telling me this morning you were like I'm honestly more scared for this 5k than like anything and I'm like <laughs> why yeah and I, I don't know I'm just like really like terrified and I'm like I, I, like, I was okay I was and, I was scared and like I get it where you're coming from you're like I don't run in the winter like it's not like my strong suit like I'm going into like fearful like I get that and yeah like, it, but it's you know it's like everybody has their own kind of yeah and I mean this is my second fastest 5k in a year like you you kind of just have to like suck it up and like go out and do it especially you know when you have a coach that keeps you accountable but like it's just one of those things like setting short-term goals will really set you up for success when it comes to the long term like setting this 5k now is like like for Boston I can take that fitness into Boston yeah and that's I have like Zach has an 8k for me at Shamrock Shovel and he wants me I didn't say in the last one he wants me to run under 2430 I've run, okay. Yeah, I've run twenty five forty in twenty thirteen, so it's terrifying. Like I'm actually really, I think I'm more nervous about that than running Boston. <laughs> it's so uh, well. Fun. Short distance is terrifying. Like yeah. you were literally burning from the inside. Those out. those distances, like those, like I have a lot more potential in the marathon than I do at like the AK. Right. Like yeah. I've run a ton of AKs. So I tell you, I feel all of you. Like it is, yeah. it those, is those like old, a slow roast. It's also like, those old PRs. It's like that PR is six gonna be old. six years old. Man. Yeah, right. Six years old so my 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 vision is when you're running a marathon, you are slow roasting over a fire, and you're like a little pig, and it's yeah. like turning and turning. When you're running a 5K, someone just shoves you into a fire. Like, How's that feel? You're a freaking marshmallow. <laughs> For 20 minutes. But like a marathon, it's like three hours, and you're like, oh, that burns on my back. Oh, that burns on my tummy. Oh, that burns on my thigh. Like, it's like, just cut. But like a 5K, it's like everything. Yeah. It's so funny, though, to hear you all like talk about like how you need milestones and all that stuff. And I did, I pretty much did like all the things you shouldn't do for your first marathon. Like, Oh, I think I, we all did. I put like a, I put like a, a what? 8k for five miles on 8k um, yeah. uh, i put an 8k in july and that was the only race that i did between like starting to run for the marathon and then doing the marathon and before the marathon like before even like training for the marathon i only run 5ks and 10ks before so i had never done anything past six or seven miles and i guess chris didn't know that because he's no, just like it's just fainting yeah. <laughs> i've never run i've never raced a half marathon yeah same I mean, really? you would run one. Had had you run? One? I had te- during the running training. I technically did one, yeah. but like it wasn't. It's like, the same thing. Is it? No, it? it's not. I haven't raced it. I've never raced it. No. I think it's actually harder to like go out and it run thirteen miles yeah. versus like getting in a race and running. I'm it's terrified. In my opinion, talk about seventeen or twenty. If I'm... you had told me I ran a marathon and I didn't run over twelve miles, I'd be like, 
Yeah. What? <laughs> There's a lot of people, and it's like, what do you... But what's the difference? Like, honestly, what's the difference? There's if you're running difference. a marathon versus you had trained and you had to run 18 or 20 miles versus... Racing. Like, racing. Like, why does it... Yeah, yeah. it's racing. But when you you're just trying to finish your fourth mar- uh, marathon, Oh, wait, wait, you're trying to finish, finish, yeah. That's you... the problem, though. I wasn't, like, I, I, I set goals for myself with time. I was, I went out the gate. Like, why? I just can't even tell you, like, I went, like, sub eight a couple times during my run. And I definitely should have That's the worst. That. You yeah. will all, oh, my never, half. ever have a marathon where you can just be like, I just need to finish. I burned up so much fuel in the first half. Like, I did an hour 48 for my first half marathon, and the second half, it was 212. So, like, I just, like, completely, like. You did a lot better than other people. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, but I think goals, like, they teach, let me know if you can hear me peeing from the bathroom. But, no, it, it's it's terrifying to, like, just jump into, like, because even though I first one, I I had I had the thought of just, like, I raced it. I yeah. raced my first one. So, like, um, yeah, it was, like, you're talking. You would have, it's, like, it's, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to jump into it, but I think now, like, that, that's very much the difference. Like, I, I don't come into this to try to, like, just finish. I I came in for the first one to race it. Uh, and, I don't know, it's very different than just finishing. No. Uh, yeah. So now now you're in a position where, like, your goal, you have a time goal now. Like, you're yeah. not trying to just, like, you're not just trying to finish it. Yeah. You've done it. You've, you've done it. And that's a big, that's a big deal. It is. It's a big step. But also... It's all. I think that's. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a curse when it first happens. Yeah. It's also a blessing. You've hit the wall. No. No, like you. You've hit the wall. Like you went out you know, into one forty-eight. Yeah. And you came back into twelve. Yeah. So like you hit. A, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I thought you meant like I hit the wall of marathons. I'm like, dude, I'm not. Even no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you've hit the wall during the marathon. Mm-hmm. So like, I can thank Boston for that. Like Boston, fucked me up. Like. Boston was I hit the wall. Yeah. Like so like cool. so like Boston I hit the wall. Um I went through I went through in like just right under seventy six and then um then my stride like like how I like I chopped my stride a ton. Mm. And so when I went on the the hills like I got cocky and I got the twenty and I didn't take goop. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna race it. It's gonna just Can't do start that. dropping five thirties from like twenty six on, or from twenty to twenty six. Just kill everybody. <laughs> cool. No, I my hamstrings camp cramped up. Uh, I got twenty two and I got dehydrated. I thought I was gonna pass out. I stopped. I came to complete stop at twenty two. Yeah. I got as much water as I could. Took some goo and started going again. Like you've hit the like. Yeah. The real reason I'm doing Boston again this year is because I have a lot of unfinished business. Right. Dude, that's. I mean. But you've hit the wall. No, I know. So you, you've hit the wall in your first one, which is fantastic. Yeah. So you know exactly what it feels like. What to do and what not to do, yeah. It's it's good, dude. There's it's... a lot of people that come into it really arrogantly. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say it, the people in the pop run crew, like, crew we're, we're, we're right in the sense of, like, you respect the distance. Yeah. Like, because if you don't, they'll fuck you up. Oh, uh, it, it won't respect you. Just, it's a cruel mistress. Yeah. Marathons God are... damn you with this cruel mistress shit every time. <laughs> Marathons really are there. Running in general. Yeah, running in general is a cruel mistress, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever accomplished any of my running goals. And like, my ever. mistress run a marathon, and like I did it. Like I, I've been telling people since 2015. Let's let's start there. I told people from 2015, I'm gonna run the Columbus Marathon. 
I had so many people tell me you can't do it. Like I had so many people tell me like, there's no way you're too skinny, which is hilarious. But like, they told me like, you're too skinny. You, 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 you know, they, they worried about like whether or not like I could go the distance. They worried about whether or not I, I was able to just do that. And you know, I've had friends, I've had girlfriends. I've just had a lot of people tell me like, no, you, you shouldn't do it. And I just fucking came out in 2019 and said, I'm doing a marathon. Like I'm, I'm doing it. And then Chris inspired me with the Boston. And that was one of my goals. And well, I mean, Boston's not, I mean, it is eventually, but I'm saying like just a marathon was one of my goals. So after I saw that he could do it, I'm like, well, fucking Chris can do it. God damn it. I can. And like, and I don't mean that to be like, Chris is like, you know, just some Joe Schmo. He ran it in two thirty, bastard. But it's just like one of those things where like, um, you know, I see other people doing marathons all the time. And, and, and I think that, you know, if, if regular, if, thank you, uh, if regular people, can, can do marathons, then I can do it too. And so I, my, my stack of like alcohol here is like, it's going up. Hey, Adam, Adam just put a bottle of Fireball in front of Larry. Yeah, that's true. I did ask for Fireball earlier. Why is it two cases of Fireball? Yeah, what the yeah, champagne? Oh my god. Champagne, Fireball, White Claw. Champagne and Miles? If you ever want to take Larry on a date, just bring in Fireball, Champagne, or White Claw. Mm. <laughs> Larry's the one taking you on a date. You're going to Flavor Town with champagne. Flavor <laughs> Town! Oh my god! Yikes! <laughs> oh, I remember the thing that I wanted to talk about earlier. I remember one of the things. What I wanted was the to question? Say. Can we uh, like? I no, feel we, like no, we've answered it. We've answered the question. All right. So what's the um, next question? You were talking about. Um, Are the questions fuck. over? It was a Tinder pickup line that I wanted to say. That, uh, was really, that was really funny. No, it, I don't know. Whatever. Let's just keep going. I'm, I'm Chris, what's the next question? Or are we done? I feel like this has been going on for like seven hours. Two hours. <laughs> we're two hours in. <laughs> yeah. Like Chris, no one is going to listen to yeah, this. Well, yeah, what? We're, we're, we're like an hour in, in, right? Uh, yeah, so I think, we've, I think we went through all our questions for today. Yeah. Uh, would really love to have you guys back on. Like, there's actually some questions that we've For a small to... fee. <laughs> Okay. Alcohol? Okay. <laughs> Can alcohol be the fee? You, yeah. It's yep. avocado, pasta, and bullet bourbon. <laughs> okay, well, we'll invite you to cook dinner sometime. All right. We'll cook dinner for you guys. Like, cook dinner with you, you guys sometime. Flavor Town. <laughs> Sorry. Nicole just tagged me in an Instagram post with the caption, you're going to Flavor Town. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so good. That's gone straight to the story. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, we'll come back. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it just Do you want Adam up? too? <laughs> yes. Wow. Chris, what, you, what kind of you want Adam to take a picture? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, how about we? Uh... So, so. Okay. So to be honest, like I would, I would love to have you guys back on. Um, are we taking a picture or yeah. are we still on the podcast? So yeah, we're still talking on the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> this got awkward. This got awkward. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's let's do our plugs. Uh, I'm still taking pictures. We, are, we have plugs. I yeah, we have. Fair. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> on Beers and Miles, uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Uh, don't follow me on Snapchat, please. Um, do you have a Pierce and Miles Snapchat? No, we don't. Right we're, not now. We're, not we're not doing it. We don't have a Pierce and Miles Snapchat. Don't follow my personal accounts unless I know you. 
Uh, Can I just make a really quick plug? So when Chris came over today, I had a full pot of coffee brewed, and I like offered to call some. And then Chris walks in. He has this sweatshirt on that literally just says coffee. And I looked at him like, "Do you want a cup of coffee?" <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, duh." <laughs> I'm like, okay. oh yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah your shirt says black coffee, coffee black so coffee. I think that yeah, you like some coffee. I like that shirt. This is like, I like running. I love beer. Like, I need that. I need that. Yeah. So that's, if you're trying to envision what Chris is wearing right now, it's just yeah. a sweatshirt that says coffee. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is from... And you did enjoy it's actually from, I it's, love it. It was fantastic. Yeah. This is actually a sweater from DY. It's a rapper from West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Did Josh influence you? No, nah, so, yeah, so, back to, like, yeah, give me a follow. Oh, yeah, on, a little article. Give me a follow on Instagram, okay. Twitter, Beers Miles, uh, Beersmiles.com. I blog on occasion. I should do that again. Uh, give us a follow on Anchor, Spotify. We'll get iTunes. We'll get will it. we? We will. <laughs> this weekend. I'll get iTunes up. We're seven okay. weeks in, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. We'll get there. Larry. Right. Uh, I'm Fabley. F is in Frank. A, D is in dog. E, L, E, Y. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I guess you could have me on Snapchat. I don't give a shit. I just post a bunch of stuff about like my daily life. Um, RuneScape. Steam. Think about other accounts. Zybez. Sounds like a dating app. Uh, Steam is a video game app. It's on your computer. Zybez. So the opposite of Zanga. I'm just babbling now. Yeah, I'm just throwing out names. Go ahead. Uh, I am Nicole the Runner. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter if you want to get jicky with it. <laughs> wow. You have an Instagram? Or no, you have a Twitter? I do have a Twitter. You have a Twitter? Do you tweet about like... Uh, was it Will Smith who sang Get Jiggy With It? Yes. Na, 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 na. <laughs> right. That was actually my last tweet. <laughs> All right, I'm keen for a run. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. I also have Twitter. Um, that's pretty much it. She's changing her, all of her handles to Commander Keen. Though. Yeah. Um, right. One thing you'll find about me on Instagram is I love pie. Same. Okay. So I'll make a pie and I'll just eat it in like two days. Oh, and I do love tropical noons. So, yeah, that's actually not bad. Not bad today. And, not alcohol, bad today. and alcohol. Orange, orange man. Anything but gin. That's okay, all I bye. Fair, fair. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. Cheers.